Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lambo Lee Podcast. Uh, today we are going to do part two of the um, coaching discussion. So in part one, we um, talked a little bit about uh, Philbin and his uh, candidacy and the odds that he's going to be the next coach of the Packers. And then we dug into some of the college candidates. Um, and in this part, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the um, guys that we think have the best chance of, of getting the gig, um, the existing uh, NFL coordinators, and we do look at a couple of existing NFL head coaches as well. Um, so um, I hope you enjoy this discussion, and as always, go Pack Go! <laughs> in horseshoes and hand grenades There ain't no second place in Lambo It's a whole new game You either go big, go hard, or go on back home You got to feel it in- I've got a question for you that's maybe a little broader. Um, do you think Aaron Rodgers should have a say in the next head coach of the Green Bay Packers? Um, I am really disappointed by how the Packers have handled uh, the PR around that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you come out and say he should have a say. So I get that they're trying to you know, refute the notion that he has that much power in the organization <laughs> yeah. just because yeah. of sort of the optics. But at the same time, he does and should have that much power power to be able to sit in the room and at least not maybe be part of the interview process and say I vote yes or Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. Um, but they should be able to uh, and I really hope they do um, once they've whittled down the candidates if if they got Aaron around have them come in and talk to these guys they can talk high level uh, you know football Mm -hmm. um, that frankly Mark Murphy is not going to be able to do Um, I think Goody I'm sure can Mm -hmm. um, but um, they need to they need to make sure that there's going to be um, a, a guy that can connect and be on the same page with number 12 from day one so um, so maybe they they're going to do that quietly yeah um, but I um, think so yeah he doesn't need to vote or be part of the formally be part of the interview process but yeah he should behind closed doors absolutely I think they need to communicate better uh, that was one of McCarthy's failings he didn't communicate with with Rogers well enough around some of the changes that he made last summer so um, I mean he's Rogers is going to be there you need you need him to have some type of input or some type of uh, understanding of what's happening so what do you think of Josh McDaniels let's go into the pro range. yeah I don't think we're getting I think that discussion established I would be really surprised if they get a college guy yeah, me too uh, I I think that um, I agree there's the Iowa State coach I've also heard his name kicked around a little bit um, but I and there's all you know there's always names that kind of float out there but I think realistically the fact that we're not hearing any leaks that we're interviewing college coaches means we're probably not maybe as serious about that maybe yeah. that's not true you know but um and it depends if these guys at college head coaches would be willing again um i i don't think several of them definitely would not but if 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 they're and i think is that mcdermott that's at a, a yes, iowa state yes, yes um you know he's not 
he, he might be kind of a, a hot candidate in the college level. Um, would he be willing to, to go to the NFL as, as a coordinator? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've seen him. And he seems like a really high-energy guy. Sure. I don't know a lot about him. It uh, seems like he's had some success. But I think that's the most likely route that would happen is is they bring in some guys, and if they have ties to the, whoever the next coach is, perhaps they bring him back uh, and look at him as a coordinator. So mm-hmm. um, so anyway, so uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels. Um, Going into the NFL head coaching ranks now, obviously he's been the uh, New England Patriots offensive coordinator. He uh, yeah, served as head coach of the Denver Broncos a while ago now. It's almost a decade ago, I think, that he was the uh, – head coach of the Broncos so and he's 42 now 42 years old now so he was 30 he was he was our age wags uh, head coach of the NFL back back then so what do you think about that because I I tend to to give him a mulligan on his time in Denver because you can learn an awful lot in 10 years right and you can earn all, uh, learn an awful lot about yourself um, in, in that time frame, it's hard to, to pin um, some of the losses on this guy that long ago. Um, but I'm curious to hear what your take is. Yeah, um, I, I think he definitely is a guy that certainly has been very successful in the NFL, um, albeit uh, his time in Denver wasn't um, great. But, um, you know, he was so young when he took that job. Yeah. Um, you can't blame him for jumping on it. He was kind of that no. the hot candidate um, uh, back then. Um, if the Packers call one of us tomorrow to be the head coach, I think we'll jump in yeah, too, right? Yeah. That's so, how that works. Right. Um, right. Certainly, you know, he um, backed out of, of his opportunity with the Colts last year. Um, but frankly, I, I don't blame him. I think the yeah. Colts, uh, that that job um, with, with their owner, I if you have other options, um, you take them. I think the Colts have proven that if if you're going to coach there, uh, they haven't had a good coach since Tony Dungy, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. I think he's a little bit overrated, frankly. Me too. Um, but at the same time, if, if you're someone that we're gonna is going to have other options. <laughs> we're going to get an angry fan mail yeah, for the dungeon. Fine, I don't care. <laughs> but if, you have, if you're someone that has other options, and I think clearly McDaniels knew that he would have other options uh, and another opportunity to coach yeah. at the NFL level um, because he's part of a successful organization and it's not like they're going to be unsuccessful anytime soon, um, that waiting for another organization probably makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I would imagine that uh, it would be very appealing to him to go someplace like uh, Green Bay. That's a legacy job where you don't have a meddling owner. Um, you know, he... Um, I don't know that scheme-wise, the Patriots are the most innovative offensive team in the league. I mean, they do some things. They've got, uh, they've got, you know, Tom Brady running the show. Um, I do think there's some things that um, he would bring to the table um, just from an offensive standpoint. Sure. Um, not to, you know, draw comparisons, cross-sport comparisons, but I look at him a little bit the same way I, I looked at um, – um, the Bucks when they bought in uh, Budenholzer, mm-hmm. um, where he could just clean up some things and and really help the t- you know sure. put the players in the right position and um <laughs> and, and and hold some some people accountable and just kind of give them a fresh new look. Um, so uh, I I certainly think he is probably um it's almost like 
he's sort of been pushed down as people someone people are talking about mm-hmm. but i i would say he uh realistically is probably um the front runner yeah. uh, from people we've talked about um, just his entire profile i i you're bringing in someone outside of of the packer coaching tree which um I, I think it, it they they need uh, certainly uh, Bill Belichick's uh, coaching tree leaves something to be desired historically yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at Romeo Cornell you look at Charlie Weiss right you just look at some of these guys haven't had a lot of success that might say more about Romeo Cornell and Charlie that, Weiss right. than anything else um, I think but, that's fair and I, Wags I if if I remember correctly as well um, there was talk when um, when McDaniel's decided to to stay in New England, where he, there was kind of a, an agreement that was reported between behind between he and Belichick that Belichick was going to kind of pull the curtain back and allow him to see a little bit more of how Belichick actually operated, which at the time struck me as really interesting since McDaniel's had been with Belichick for so long, and that what that made me think was that. Bill Belichick operates alone very often on a lot of the decisions and his decision-making process, and that he treats it from a top-down, it's kind of a top-down culture. And for him to potentially be pulling back the, the, um, the, uh, the, the, um, you know, the veil a little bit and allowing McDaniels to see um, even more of his thought process going into it, 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 it made him a little, it made the entire situation more interesting. I think that McDaniels uh, is as well equipped as any coach in America to handle a high profile quarterback. And, and, and I don't He's got even, a strong personality. Yeah, so. and work and work with a, a high-profile quarterback. We've seen uh, McDaniels and Brady he go at place, it on the sideline. He calls a place, which I think is important. Yeah, and they battle each. You can see that there's disagreement on the sidelines, but they can put it past them quick. And I think that that is actually really important in a healthy relationship between a superstar quarterback and a head coach. Um, I When I first heard McDaniel's name floated... I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. He's a known entity. He's a personality. But the more I've kind of thought about it, I think he could be a really nice fit in Green Bay. I, I agree. Um, he's, um, you know, someone that I think if he came in and had some success, he could be in, in Green Bay for a while. I, I don't know how, you know, I, I don't know anything about him personally, how much mm-hmm. he would fit within the Green the Bay culture. culture and community. Um, and it, it let's, but I can't say, you can't say that enough. That does actually matter. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. You, you wouldn't think that really matters. And maybe in some of the franchises that are in bigger cities, it's, it's not as much of a, um, importance, but certainly, um, at a place in a place like Green Bay, and I think some or other organizations like the the Pittsburgh Steelers would be mm-hmm. another example. Um, and I, kind of refuting what I just said, New York Giants. I mean, these are some of the legacy franchises, sure. and the Dallas Cowboys too, mm-hmm. where the personality of the coach on and off the field really does have to match up with the organization. Totally agree. I mean, in Green Bay, if you're the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, and it's a it's a Wednesday night, like you know. You're going to Shopco, <laughs> right? I mean, that's the reality. The players, when they want to get away or, or, or cut loose a little bit, a lot of times they head down to Milwaukee, 
right? Which is a good hour and a half drive, hour, hour and a half drive from Green Bay. So, um, you know, that's just the reality. It is a small town culture where um, it feels like you are in a, a very tight knit community where that is the focus of the city at all times is the success of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So in, in McDaniels, he has a reputation, certainly being a little bit fiery, a little prickly mm-hmm. at times. And I don't think that would necessarily be a bad thing. So, um, but um, uh, so anyway, um, I don't know who he would bring in to be uh, his either. defensive coordinator, but that's kind of looking ahead a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, uh, so who are uh, a couple of the other candidates that we should be talking about that have the uh, at the NFL level that have some experience? Yeah, and 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 forgive me for um, you know I don't know the ins and outs of a lot of these guys, but one of the names that I'm gonna I'm probably don't even know how to say his name Eric Bienemy Bienemy yeah the, uh, the, the Chiefs guy the right? Chiefs guy yeah. yeah the the offensive coordinator there I think that he is another uh, fascinating guy who's going to get some interviews this offseason uh, depending on no matter how far I guess the uh, Kansas City Chiefs go he is part of the Andy Reid tree Andy Reid of course is part of the Mike Holmgren tree. He has been the offensive coordinator for only a season. He was the running backs coach for for the Chiefs prior to that. Uh, he's definitely got a lot of heat behind his name right now. Um, certainly knows how to how to um, you know work within an offense. But um, I think he is uh, another logical guy that is going to get some interviews across the NFL. And uh, we may as we very well may see his name pop up as an interview candidate in Green Bay. Certainly. Um, it, it would make sense. I mean, they, the the Bears picked off Nagy um, last season, so yeah. you, you got another guy that was able to step up. Um, you know, I, I don't know enough about him um, to be quite honest with mm-hmm. you, but certainly, um, as you said, comes from uh, a good organization and has some good roots there. So uh, that would be an interesting guy. What about Dane um, kind of shifting gears? Talk, speaking of the Bears, um, I, I don't know how much interest he has, but w- would a guy like Vic Fangio mm-hmm. um, get a look for the Packers? I think I, I actually think that Goot showed last season when we signed one of the the Bears players to an offer sheet that um, there's such thing as gamesmanship within the NFC North, and I think that um, it would behoove the Green Bay Packers for no other reason than to get a, a division rival in the room. I don't know how seriously they would consider him, but. Why not? Yeah, I agree. Just for that reason alone. They tried to get an interview with him to be the defensive coordinator Mm -hmm. last year. Maybe for that reason. I mean, certainly very well qualified to be a defensive coordinator. So um, I I think there was more to it than just that. The Bears were kind of able to lock that off. Mm -hmm. uh, As they should have. I understand. Yeah, absolutely. But they... You know, and they could still say no to the Packers to allowing him to interview for the head coaching job. And I'm sure Fangio's a smart guy. He would probably sniff out and say, well, how seriously would they consider me? Sure. Are they just bringing me up for that very reason? Absolutely. Or would I get serious consideration? And I, these guys are all competitive, so I'm sure he feels like, hey, if I can get into the room, I can show that I can be the next that's right. guy. You don't turn down head coaching interviews very often. No, so there's that to me is a win-win. Um, and then if he blows it out of the water and is the guy, yeah. um, great. You great. know, let's. I, I would be fine. I think he's, uh, again, he's someone that um, could just run that defense i'd be excited by that i agree um and bring in an offensive guy 
Um, and 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 you weaken an NFC North rival in, right. the, in the process. Uh, the the Vikings have tried rather unsuccessfully, I might add, to do that with Packers players mm-hmm. over the yeah. years. Um, for the most part, um, I, I haven't really missed any of the guys that they took. What over, you didn't but... miss, Robert Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> Back but, in the day. But you know, you, I, I, so I think he would be an interesting name. I I, I definitely think that they should at the very least, do what they can to get him in the room. Yeah, and I think that there was also similar thoughts between uh, uh, John DiFilippo when when he was the Vikings offensive coordinator, but now that he's been fired, I don't see a scenario where he comes in, but uh, prior to uh, prior to his firing, uh, for similar reasons, I think, to what we just talked about uh, with the Chicago situation, I think we probably would have brought him in, John, uh, again, that's John DiFilippo, the former Vikings offensive coordinator, just to kick the tires and bring a rival into the into the organization. And they could have interviewed him already because he's right. not uh, currently with a team. I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, what's the downside? Yeah. I, if if they interviewed him already, I would be great because you know you can only bring in so many guys uh, every day. There's not. It's not like right. we forget. They can't do ten interviews in a single day. Um, right. So um, yeah, maybe they already did. I. I'm guessing not because it seems like he would be someone that would want his name floated out there, especially after what happened in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I agree. Uh, seems like the optics just aren't there for him. He he that was his first offensive coordinator opportunity, and yep. um, you know it, it didn't work out. So uh, I don't see how he would be a serious candidate at this point, even though. It's it's so strange. Uh, just a month ago, it seemed like he was on all the list as a guy. So, yes. um, so whatever happened there, um, he's going to probably need to go back to being either a, a position coach or yeah. maybe he finds uh, someone that he's worked with in the past to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about Pete Carmichael? He's the offensive coordinator for the uh, New Orleans Saints. He He's another guy, uh, I wouldn't say similar um i wouldn't say similar to um mcdaniels but um somebody who he's been the offensive coordinator um with the saints but prior to that he was the quarterbacks coach with drew Brees. so another guy who has worked with a superstar nfl quarterback right has worked in an nfl offense understands how that works has had a ton of success and his time there, it would be oddly similar to our hiring of McCarthy in the sense that McCarthy was an offensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints prior to becoming the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Um, if folks remember, Peyton was also a guy the Packers interviewed before bringing in McCarthy. Um, you know, you can start to connect dots there. Uh, what would your thoughts be on somebody like a Pete Carmichael Jr.? Um, seems like someone we should be keeping our eye on yeah. as a name. Um, and don't get me wrong, it seems like some of the names we started with, um, they're just like people names people know. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmichael, uh, certainly, again, um, uh, has good roots. Uh, Saints have been a, an excellent offense for yeah. a long time, um, working with um, uh, Sean Payton. Um, he... Uh, does not call plays. Um, so for whatever that's worth, uh, sure. I'm sure he's obviously part of the game planning. Um, I, I, I'm not. How long has he? Does it say? Do you know how long? I don't he's know been with how long Saints? he's been uh, as the as the uh, coordinator. I know he's been with the quarterbacks coach since '06. Yeah, I so would he's say been in the organization for you know over a decade. Right. I I, I would say that you know 
there's someone that I think you just made a perfect analogy to McCarthy. Not necessarily a big name guy that a lot of fans would know a lot. I mean, I don't really know that much about him to be quite quite frank. Um, So the interview is going to be very important for him. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to show and prove and establish that he would be able to run an organization as an uh, NFL head coach and um, that he's the right fit, that he's the right you know, personality on and off the field for a place like Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he is, great. I mean, you can't argue with the track record of, of pulling someone from a successful organization no. like that. Um, uh, I'm guessing, <laughs> given the, you know, the Saints defense has been a little bit better the mm-hmm. last couple of years, and that's why <laughs> their record's been better. Sure. Um, I'm guessing we're not going to want him to bring any of the defensive staff along. <laughs> so all of a sudden, for, for, for our current coordinator, that could actually be interesting. Right? Yeah, it just comes down to, I think, Patton. I mean, he's going to – if he wants to coach, stay in Green Bay, um, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's going to have options. He's been – it's going to come down to who the, who that coach is. And we're not and making our head coaching decision based on, on the defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator. Right. Exactly. So uh, I, I let's just be clear. I, I like Patton. I'm not attached to him. I mean, he was only here for one season. Um, I, it's, I can't say it enough. Far more important to me that they find uh, someone that – the next head coach wants to True. run the defense um, or if it's the uh, next coach is a defensive guy and he can put it establish his own scheme you know certainly that's going to be something that uh that he'll be able to put his fingerprints on so um so Patton, you know i'd support it depending on who the hire is but i, I don't think that's going to be something that's necessarily going to come into play we might even see a change from a three four um yeah. i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility Considering not to jump ahead of ourselves, we're not talking about free agency, but considering some of the edge pass rushers right. that we may be moving on from this year, mm-hmm. it might be an opportune time. Um, not saying they should or that they need to change from the three four, but it, if they ever were going to, it, it seems like it would make sense that this year would be the time to do it. Well, Wags, and that's a that's a fascinating um, thing to just peek into and looking at the personnel that we have. Uh, currently on our roster, I mean, you look at a uh, uh, Kenny Clark and a and a Mike Daniels and a Dean Lowry. Some of those guys, all of a sudden, you go, okay, I can see them transitioning to a four-three pretty easily. Um, you also look at Blake Martinez; seems like a perfect middle linebacker in a four-three defense. Um, you know, you're right. I think we have some of the um, the anchor points uh, of our defense that that lend themselves just as easily to a four-three as a three-four. So, um, in a lot of ways, we have a lot of flexibility potentially to to play with as we uh, transition a new coach. I don't think we're we're stuck looking at a three-four or a four-three. We can do what we want to do in that situation. Right. So we're getting a clean slate. We're going to get a new new coach potentially a new coordinator uh we're more than likely gonna you know getting be getting some uh, new players on that side of the ball mm-hmm. um I, I, again i mean maybe they bring clay back i i don't know i'm sure maybe. it would be about a reduced salary if they do but uh, a lot of that will hinge on what happens with their coaching um so we can't not mention that because uh that's that's 
uh, certainly as big of an th- uh, impact as anything, the coach is going to be coming in and assessing the personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what, about, what do I have to work with here? And they do have a lot to work with, but um, does it fit for what I want to do? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's other there's other um, coordinators that I think as we progress on, I think we'll be able to touch on in future podcasts. I know that there's talk of the uh, a passing game coordinator for the Cowboys has been mentioned, which I don't know anything about, but I'll just say I want to pass on right now. Um, there's the uh, the offensive coordinator for the Titans. Uh, there's a couple other guys, but uh, I'm, I'm curious, Wags, what about current head coaches? Um, there, I think that that's it's definitely valid and fair for us to to mention because the Green Bay Packers are a premier uh, coaching position uh, here. Uh, I think in the NFL, and I let me just kick a couple names out there, guys that are currently on rosters that I've seen mentioned other places. Um, what about John Harbaugh? What about Ron Rivera? John Harbaugh, the head coach of the Ravens, and Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Panthers. They're two guys that I've seen floated in a couple different sources. So um, what would you think about one or either of those guys? Sure. Um, And we mentioned, I think, both of them actually a few weeks ago initially. I don't know if we talked about Rivera. Um, Harbaugh. Uh, currently under contract uh, for one more year, um, so reportedly had uh, agreed to an extension, yeah. and then for whatever reason came back, and that's been they've been backtracking on that. So that's interesting. Um, you wonder if Harbaugh's just kind of looking for a change. Yeah, um, would make sense. He's another guy that's been uh, with that organization for a long time. Um, Won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for John Harbaugh. Um, If he were interested in coming to the Green Bay, if the price is right, Mm -hmm. um, and they go through the process, and that's a marriage that's waiting to happen, I would be fully on board uh, with that. Um, I think he would be a terrific hire for the Packers, to be quite honest with you. Um, You know, he... Yeah, he's had some... A, a few up and down years, um, but won a Super Bowl um, with very, very mm. average at best quarterback. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's not an offensive guy. Um, so um, you know, I think he just, to me, I what I like best about John Harbaugh is he has proven that he is not to take words from McCarthy, but a successful NFL head coach. Sure. Um, and he would bring a lot of credibility and stability, and I would be excited to see um, what he could do at a place like Green Bay. I, I think, you know, you think of Harbaugh, and you just instantly think of Jim, his brother, mm-hmm. and this fiery, like, kind of out-of-control yeah, guy. A little bit, um, yeah. But I think personality-wise, they're completely different, and he would fit very well in a place like Green Bay. Um, there's a lot of, you know, Baltimore, um, I like the way they run their organization. Uh, so I think there's a lot of similarities there um, uh, They uh, to a place like uh, the Packers. Um, so I think he would be an exciting um, um, guy to bring in. Um, I mean, he's not like this up and coming, like um, innovator or whatever, right. but I would feel I'd be a lot happier with someone like that than than you know someone not like a, in the mold of a Lincoln Riley. Sure, but, I mean yeah, Harbaugh's coaching one football game. The, right? the question would be how much would it cost to yeah. you know compensate the Ravens? And you're talking about a guy that they clearly want to keep, but he's 
he's only under contract for one more year, so mm-hmm. I, I don't want to give up one of our first round picks to get him. No, 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 no. no. Um, so it, to me, that's not worth it. Um, I, yeah, the coach is important, but I, I just don't want to have to be paying an arm and a leg. Um, so I, 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 I real quickly, I'll touch on Rivera, and, and we've been talking for a while, but I, I want to hear your thoughts too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been super high on Rivera, but I think he's a really good coach, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. I He seems like a great fit in the NFC North. Um, yeah. Clearly, you know. He used to coach there. Yeah, used to coach there. A lot of ties to Chicago. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, not currently, but um, he, um, a defensive, another defensive-minded guy, which uh, it seems hard-nosed. I'm not positive his personality would be a great fit with Rodgers or mm-hmm. with the Packers. Um, it seems like he's clashed quite a bit with, with Cam. And granted, Cam and, and Aaron are two completely totally different, different guys. guys yeah. um, I think Cam is much more laid back and not as in, I, I don't want to say he's not as intense, but it seems like Rivera is probably kind of frustrated having to light a fire under that guy. That would not be a problem with Rodgers, no. even though he is a laid back player. Um, in many ways, um, Rogers. Is that was Cam be, Newton. He's yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm a little torn on a guy like Rivera. Uh, it seems like he's going to be available more than likely, um, so you wouldn't have to worry about the compensation piece. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, what are your thoughts, Dan? Um, honestly, I, I, I don't really want a guy who's been a head coach in the NFL. Uh, coming to Green Bay. Interesting. I, I, I the, I've thought about it quite a bit, and I have a lot of respect for Harbaugh. I do. Um, I think that he's a heck of a head coach. I agree, though, that um, we would probably have to compensate. I don't want to give up compensation for the next head coach of the team. I, um, I know that might be a little short-sighted, but I think that we've got a lot of holes, and I want to be able to add to that. I also think that it's time for a complete culture shift. Um, and um, some I, I'm actually more high on a couple of the the coordinators that we've been talking about. I think that my my top three is um, is the uh, at least top two. I'm really fascinated by Carmichael Jr. I think that he's um, I like guys that have worked with with high profile quarterbacks that have shown success in the NFL, even not, uh, if they haven't been a head coach. Um, McDaniel's is another guy who I can't believe I'm saying three months ago I would have said no way. Uh, but the more I've thought about it, I just I, I, I can't put my finger on it other than I've seen past success come to this team. And the success that I know as a Packer fan has come through taking coordinators and making them into NFL head coaches. And we've won Super Bowls that way. I think it's a tried and true way of, of um, creating a winning culture and winning football. And that's not a slight on Rivera or, or Harbaugh or, frankly, any of the other head coaches that are out there. But I think that um, this next head coach, and I've said it before, if they do their job and if, if they're successful – it's not only uh, the the end of Rogers' tenure, which hopefully is another five or six or seven years, but also past that. And I think that some of these coordinators that we've talked about have the potential uh, to to have the energy and the uh, the drive to push forward and and push us into a, a new generation of Green Bay Packer football. And that's what I'm excited to see. One thing I am a little bit nervous about that we haven't talked about is the structure mm-hmm. that Murphy has set up in the organization. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that going to continue with the new coach that they bring in? I don't think so. Um, it it makes me nervous because it seems to undermine Goody, mm-hmm. and he's a guy that um, I I have faith in, even though he, to be quite honest, you know the results uh, we have to. Well, we, in time we'll have to see. We'll do. Um, we'll do. We'll do uh, first year grades. I yeah. think on his on his uh, rookies too and future podcasts. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I'm just saying, we we don't know. But here's the thing. I I don't. The only thing that would concern me is if Murphy's the one that has the final say on the hire, and you bring in a coach, and yeah, you, in the interview room everything's hunky dory and they're gonna get along. Uh, I'm talking about the coach and and, and Goody. Mm-hmm. But then things can change in a hurry, especially with a guy. I mean, I think it's a little different. You give McCarthy maybe a little bit of that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that respect level that, okay, we'll go with this. But, boy, I just – that makes me very uneasy um, regardless of who they decide to hire. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just – Mm, it's not that I don't have faith in Mark Murphy. Yeah. I, I just don't like that he's the one that seems to be making the final call on the coach. And I am not going to be super thrilled if the same organizational structure exists with a new coach that you're bringing in from outside of the organization. I, I just... I agree. I think that that was a professional courtesy um, lended to Mike McCarthy, a guy who was a lame duck coach. Um, I, I I really don't think that um, so, going in. I think this is Goody's team going forward. So then, why is Mark Murphy not saying Brian Gutekunst is a general manager? I will be involved, but it's his decision to make that next NFL head coach. I don't know. <laughs> that I just don't. I, yeah. I is it fair to question that? I, I I'm, I'm curious to see after the season how. You're right. I mean, it, it's it's a valid concern. It's a totally valid concern. Um, I I think that um, I think that they it was. I just I get a vibe that they're going to be passing the reins over to Goody as this progresses, but I could be wrong. I don't have any reason to to think otherwise. I guess. But this isn't this the perfect first step or opportunity yes, to do it that? Um, it's strange to me. I don't like it. Um, again, I I think Mark Murphy's a smart guy. Uh, I do think he is qualified to make hiring decisions, sure. and, and he's a football background. But I, I don't like the precedent it sets. I, I don't. You know you. That would be my biggest fear with a guy like McDaniels. On the one hand, you want someone that's competitive, that's going to come in and not be just a yes guy or a good soldier as your next head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to you know communicate well, certainly, and have a good working relationship. But there's a guy that I would just be nervous at, you know, after a year or two, yeah. if things aren't going exactly his way that that type of structure would not be a healthy thing for the organization. I don't know if that structure is healthy for any organization ever. No, and and I'm not saying just McDaniels. Yeah, anybody, right. But he's a guy that comes in, he's going to have a huge ego, he's got the track record. You said he seems to be getting some specific tutelage uh, from from Belichick. Which is have all control, right? Yeah, so that would be my biggest fear is, okay, where where does that go long term? Well, and you know what's fun about all of this conversation is there's probably a good chance that we haven't even talked about the guy that's going to be the head coach. Uh, you're you're you're, pro- you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, you know, they're going to 
interview guys that we didn't talk about today. They're not going to interview probably several of the people that we did talk yeah. about today. That's what I love about the Packers. Um, yeah. And it might not be by their choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Teams could deny them the opportunity if they're still in the playoffs. Um, generally, that, as you said, doesn't necessarily happen for a head coaching mm-hmm. opportunity. But, you know, uh, it can still happen. So, uh, so it'll be exciting to see, and I think this is really good timing to have this conversation yeah. because the wheels, you know, we just got the very first taste of it in the last couple of days. Um, we, we spent probably more time talking about um, uh, the, the guys they brought in uh, quite quite frankly, mm-hmm. um, you know, than they deserve, but they're the only ones that we know <laughs> they talked to. So, yeah. so what else have we got to talk about? So, um, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's going to be fascinating. Um, Wait, is it, this the longest podcast we've had so far? I think we're going to have to do it in two parts. I was just thinking <laughs> about that. Maybe we'll talk about, um, so just wrapping up here, um, we talked about uh, uh, the college candidates and, and the breakdown, kind of a quick recap. Yeah. I think uh, that that was part one, and we're just wrapping up here, <laughs> part two. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> because I can't even, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit this into one pod. Yeah. It'd be a little bit long for, I think, most of you guys. I don't even think I could listen to myself talk <laughs> for this long. Uh, so thank you, for everyone, um, for hanging in there and listening. And, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. What are some, who are some other guys out there that we didn't talk about yeah. um, that that maybe um, we can t- uh, discuss? Um, I think we're definitely see some additional names get reported. Brett Bielema um, wags? Brett Bielema. Uh, <laughs> well, he could be our special teams coordinator. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> he can't be worse. Yeah, that's maybe. true. Maybe. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, so. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, and then as soon as the next coach gets announced, um, which I, I think it'll probably happen in the next few weeks. Uh, I don't know that it'll happen right after. It won't be next week. They're going to want to try to talk to some of these guys that are still um, in the playoffs. Um, so that might extend it a little bit. But if if they get the guy they want um, – it happened pretty quickly for Goody last year. They locked him yeah. down. It came together pretty quickly. And um, and when McCarthy was hired, that I, I'd have to go back. I can't remember. I know they interviewed a, a, a number of people. Yeah, but yeah I just remember. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't seem like everyone, you know, it was a different time back mm-hmm. then, certainly. Um, but it didn't seem like there was a buildup to, you know, this seems to be the guy it it was announced and was like oh okay here we go That's so right. um so it, it, either way i i think we're going to be hearing and um knowing who that guy might be if it is someone that's uh that's team is is still advancing in the playoffs they can't officially announce it until that team's done mm-hmm. um or for that matter do any official moves but i think we'll have a better idea of what's happening and in, in, i would think in the next uh week and a half to two weeks oh my gosh and that how exciting will be and we'll have plenty to talk about when we bring in uh the next guy we've got um we've got coordinators, free, coordinators. We, yep. we've got free agency that we've got the draft um so so i think that's uh i think it's about time we wrap it up you can follow us on uh instagram lambo leap podcast uh, you can also follow us on twitter lambo it's at lambo leap pod that's la- at lambo leap pod 
um, shoot us some tweets, right? Like our stuff, follow us, do all that cool stuff. Uh, we love to respond. It's been fun to interact a little bit with some of you. And thanks as always for listening. And uh, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.